0: Miamians and listeners from around the world, welcome to another episode of Miami Global Net. Today, we're talking education. Today's guest is Maria Podoban. She is a local leader on education, especially education that matters. She founded and led the former Metropolitan International School of Miami. I would know because for a brief time, I taught martial arts there. She is a mother of four children and grandmother to eight. Maria is an innovator in the field of education she came to the united states with less than four dollars and now was recently recognized by the president of italy with the order of the star of italy for her dedication to education and italian culture we're going to get to know her and learn about what is needed for education today Welcome to Miami Global Net Podcast, where we showcase the people and organizations that support Miami's international landscape. Learn from local business owners, startups, diplomats, and community leaders. Get to know the tools and services that are out there that help you invest and grow in South Florida. Miami is a true global city where one can live and do business with a global reach. So, Maria, welcome. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here.
0: Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's, it's a pleasure to, to have you join us today. Um, so let's get to know you a little bit. So you, I, uh, I understand you came after, after the war, right, in Europe. Was it World War II, of course? Yeah. Um, you traveled before coming to Miami, correct? Yes.
1: Yes. We went to Uruguay. In 1949, in a boat, because in that moment the airlines didn't existed. So it took me almost a month from Genoa to Montevideo.
0: And, and see, it reminds me of of my own grandfather when he uh, when he went from Italy after the war to Venezuela, before Peru. Um, for how long were you in Uruguay?
1: Well, many years. I was there until. 1984, so it was like 30 something years. I was 42 years old, so let me see, 34 years. Yes, and (laughs) I did, I studied to be, in that moment in Uruguay, it was um, was very, in 1920, the women could vote. And it was a country that really respected women. So, my father always was telling me that the real wealth is the one that you have in your brain, your preparation, your studies, your values. And so I started, I decided to study, and I went to the medical school for one year, 500 guys and five women. We were bullying a lot, bullying a lot. <laughs> but it was a great experience. And But I decided that was not my field. So I decided to become a biology teacher. And I was uh, working at uh, 19 years old, teaching and studying very unusually in Uruguay in that moment for a woman. So I was very proud of that. And my father, uh, wise advisor. Is that
0: is that where you got your your starting passion for education from your dad
1: no the education came because it was my I love it and I was 10 years old when i decided that i will have a school like the italian school in montevideo when the kids were happy and and because i went to another school that i hated for 10 years and and I did. I opened a school that was similar to the Italian school in Montevideo many years after, but uh, I was met
0: yes that was that was the met
1: yes well kids children were happy. I was very happy in the italian school
0: so you you arrived to miami let's let's backtrack a little bit before the met
1: I arrived to Miami in nineteen eighty four because my father was dying and, uh, and I had to leave everything in, uh, in one day I, and I came to Miami, of course it was not the first time that I was in Miami, but my father was dying and uh, hopefully he leaves another year to give me the green card and all the papers and, um, and not only that to enjoy him and, and I stayed here, and my husband came to join me for a little period of time, and then he left, and I was uh, alone with my four kids and the support of my family in Kibiskeen. And I started working at the restaurant because I didn't speak English. And that's another story about education. I have a horrible teacher. That she was the English teacher and told me, You Padovan never are going to speak English. And I said, okay, I'm never going to speak English, but I was speaking Italian, I was speaking Spanish, I was speaking French. So when I came here, the first thing that I did is sign up at the University of Miami to be to learn English, and I did in uh, six months. And then I my professor was um, he opened the the, the international language in the continuing education at uh, UM, and he offered me a job like an Italian and Spanish teacher at UM in continuing education, and that's why I started my career in education here in Miami.
0: And if I'm not mistaken, you you started a program in UM.
1: Yes. I I start uh, the, the curriculum and I become full-time in one year. And then I have the opportunity to open my own school at the Presbyterian Church in, um, at Brickell. And it was very successful. We have, uh, um, I remember the day that we opened for registration. I have a long line of people, of uh, students waiting in that in that moment, it was only Berlitz, Lingual, and I in the, the, the like language school, but that was great. So that gave me the, the opportunity to leave the other three jobs that I have <laughs> 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 and start dedicating to my to education
0: for adults. What What are those three three jobs? It's always interesting to see. What, how people started out you know there's always those stories of people oh I had these these many jobs before I reached my 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 success like what were those three
1: well one and the first one was at uh, Stefano's uh, in Kiwicae I didn't speak English but they I was the hostess and I met a lot of uh, uh, people especially some American lady that gave me the Opened the door for me at the University of Miami. Then I have another job with uh, in a Swedish company, like a secretary, and uh, and I had to use uh, um, I learned how to use computers, and I learned how to run a business, and that was very good. I had three years of experience before I opened the language school. And without that experience, I would never be able to do it because I was only a teacher. So the business um, part, it was done from Caliber Engineering. That was uh, the Swedish um, company that I was working for three years. And I was doing everything.
0: Must have absorbed a lot of information that that helped you um, start the school.
1: Exactly. Because uh, everything that I, I, if I have to do the reconciliation, go to the, go to the accounting. If I have a $2 million in the bank to, to do something with that, go to the lawyer. I mean, and it was amazing how much I learned in three years. It was like towards, I think the better that I university in business.
0: And how, and how did it feel to, come to Miami and start working in these, in these jobs. And then did you kind of knew what you wanted to do there or were you open to, to possibilities? I mean, it it must be, must be interesting times.
1: Listen, when are you surviving and you are a little smart, your brain is like a radar and you can feel it. You know, (laughs) and, and, uh, and, Miami was uh, full of opportunities. When I was studying, when I was working in the restaurant, the restaurant, somebody called from Berlitz and said, there is somebody that speaks Italian that can be teaching for us. And I said, that's my that's my opportunity. So I was working for Berlitz and I, I learned a lot about what they were doing that uh, helped me a lot when I opened my school. So if you are open to the universe, the universe is helping you a
0: lot. It's one thing putting yourself out there. It's another thing actually having the, the sense to actually take the opportunities that are presented to you, right?
1: Exactly, and don't be afraid.
0: Which is, which is one of the big challenges a lot of people go through, especially a lot of entrepreneurs, I would say, struggle with. It's easy sometimes to come up with the idea, right, of something, or, or I, I like to say the idea is 1%. The rest is execution, execution, execution. You need to take the risk. So be, before you opened the Met, you had a second school, right, after the Presbyterian language school.
1: Uh, at the Presbyterian at Bricken, I have in the second floor my language school. But in the first floor, they were running a preschool and in that moment, I was a deacon of the, as a Presbyterian in education, and the lady that was running the school left in one week. So I started running the preschool and learn about the business, but that, that belonged to the church. And after a while, I opened my school at Kibis Kane, That was International Christian School for 10 years. And the goal was that the kids would be happy and learning in their pace and uh, languages, Italian and Spanish. And the, they have uh, uh, organic food. In that moment, it was difficult to put the organic food. People was a little resistant. And uh, But it, it was amazing. And, uh, and after 10 years, I had to move. And I came back to the Brickell uh, location for five years. And in the meantime, I was looking for my own space with a small business administration. And that's why I founded MET.
0: I've been I've been at the MET. You know, I've been at the MET. It's, it's a great environment. The kids are are definitely happy. And not only have I been there, but I also taught.
1: <laughs> yes, I know. It was
0: so good. I taught martial arts, by the way. It was part of the of the athletics program uh that was a lot of fun and and the kids the energy there is is super fun um so diving into education um what is your perspective on education your philosophy behind education
1: well we are all different Mm. We cannot teach all the children the same because we make it a big mistake. So in order for a teacher to teach, she needs to have a small classes so she can follow every child. It's different way to learn, the different way that they have to learn. The teamwork, the discovering, the hands-on, they make them the, the they are the one, the, the protagonist. We are I always said to my teacher, we are the directors, they are the actors. So we have to give guideline and they are going to perform beautifully. And my teacher were very all my teachers are, are very special because they understand that and they are following every child and they're making them... When, when a child is that the people are listened, when a child understands that homework is not the amount of homework, of, of, but the quality of the homework, and they have done that material in the morning, and then they had to review 20 minutes in the afternoon, they feel, they feel great with themselves. And when a human being feels great with himself, of herself, you have a successful life, and that is exactly what we were doing. And the the kids that the, they are graduate for med when they go to a high school is that they are happy. They are they are the leaders. I always say you are the leaders of yourself. You don't need to be the leader of the world, but you need to be the leader of yourselves when you have. A problem, you can resolve the problem, you can look for the answer, but you are in charge of yourself. And when you say yes and no, do it for yourself, not because you have other people that are making doing things. So the kids understand, and and it's amazing to see them growing and uh, ready to go to high school. And I am so happy with all the success that we have done with our alumni. So I mean the the key in education is educare is to take something out for inside. And you take the talents of the children. Each of them are different. I am happy teaching, but you you are not happy. You're happy teaching maybe too but um, because you are a good teacher I know that. But it, it's not your call. Maybe your call is another thing, you know? And, and if we don't follow our heart, we will not be happy. When you are happy with yourself, the sky is the limit. If you follow your talent, if you follow your, your values, if you don't give up, and if you it, it, you are going to reach your dreams for sure.
0: Well, I, I can I can tell you right now that in my education, nobody told me that I could be the leader of my own life. <laughs> that came that came <laughs> down more closer to now. <laughs> but uh, I can definitely see, you know, sharing that with kids um, earlier in their lives. You know, making making that perspective um, a significant value. I mean, if I see value now, I imagine if I would have received that value earlier. Um, yeah, but, but
1: I mean, that's why I said we cannot have an education that everybody is the same and everybody thinks the same and everybody's a sheep. Doesn't make any sense. One one girl can be can be happy being a ballerina; the other can be happy being a doctor. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's something good. That's why I hate tests.
0: Ah, so are you saying that there's not a lot of testing in it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, the test, the, the messy test, that they, in reality they don't, yes, it's okay, but the, the kids are, are massive. There is no difference what they can know. Or not. So we are, we never start a test until fourth grade in admit, and then it's fine. It's, it's okay. It's a tool, but it's only a tool. It's not the main thing.
0: You, you said something that actually was very interesting. You said that teaching was to bring something out. I think that, that is, I don't time. think that's a normal way of looking at. It. I mean, at least maybe it's been a misconception that I've had. a but I, I, liked, I like what I like what you said about about what teaching was. Could you, can you expand on that a little bit, or?
1: Well, educare in Latin, it means to bring something outside, and in in the in the first, a, a, the, you know the, in the Greek. They were teaching outside. They were walking around. They was they, were, they didn't need to be in a classroom, and, and they were taking. They were looking in their in their pupil. What is, what was the talent that they can give to the world? And that is educare. That's why I said we are the directors, and they are the actors. We can give to to to. To kids with hands on. You can, you can teach a butterfly. And you can say, This is a butterfly. It has three, three legs and blah blah blah. Or you can say, look at this, what we found here. How many parts of the body? How many legs? How many, how many, how many wings is coming from where? And then they are making up this. The, the discovering. They're never going to forget a butterfly. But if you give everything done, butterflies this and this, and you start talking and talking and talking and talking after five minutes, nobody's listening
0: to you. So it's like a discovery, exactly. like an education through discovery. And we call it hands-on. Hands-on. Yes. Hands-on will be a more technical term. You're correct. Yeah.
1: Hands on. I said minds <laughs> on.
0: <laughs> mind, oh, minds on. I like it. I like that. Mind <laughs> on. It sounds like mean, a slogan. It should be on a t shirt.
1: <laughs> minds on. I mean, we, we can qualify people for race, for ugly or, or beautiful, but I think that we, there is something that is the energy that we have around. And when people are peaceful, they have a good energy and they can learn and they can. But when you give an energy that is uh, uh, stress, nobody's happy. You understand? Yeah. I, I, so, so I am talking relationship and adults, but I can talk. In a, a relationship in a classroom, so I have the ability to go to a classroom, open the door, and see if everything was smoothly done, or we have a problem. Yeah. And if we have a problem, I will talk with the teacher. So it's not only the teacher the problem. Some, sometimes you have a child that is a hyper or, or has a problem and. Uh, and you have to go and, and look and fix, try to understand what happened. So that's, for me, is education.
0: What do you think is one of the biggest challenges teachers face today? Uh, paperwork. <laughs> as, in like, as in, like, homework? Or no.
1: no. <laughs> a a teacher is like a butterfly. She has a heart to teach and she needs to fly. And if you start saying no, you have to you have to teach first of all the A, then the B, then the C, then the D. The butterfly is not flying anymore. But if you said to her, Listen, you have to teach the Butterfly. How you teach? I don't know because you have fifteen kids. That is going to be in a different moment, and you have to do it in the best way. Make them discover a butterfly. So she she doesn't have to do A B C. She needs to really put her heart with the student. It's like a it's like a like the director with, an act, with the actor, actors. The actors are different, they are not the same, and, they, and the way that you teach them, it depends on how, how they are in that moment. So I think that I thought maybe, I don't know, 200 times, sell. But I was teaching the sell in different different way, according with the question that the kids were giving to me, for example.
0: Do you have a favorite subject to teach?
1: Well, I am a biology teacher, so biology is my subject. And languages, and I love to teach languages too.
0: Okay. That's right. I mean, you opened two two language schools. In your experience, what's the best Mm -hmm. way you found to motivate children to like learning?
1: Discovering, engage and evolving education according with the kids.
0: So how how do you incorporate the parents into the education, especially nowadays? How do parents play a role in the children's education?
1: Well, no, the, the parents are, are, are number one, the family number one, and we are welcome, the families, and we have a PTO. But uh, in the they can uh, give us some, there's some different moments. Like now in the world, we have the coronavirus, by the example, it's something that you have to incorporate in the education, but the parents are at home with them. So, I mean, it, 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 we help. Parents too, we have uh, we help to and understand what we are doing. And and there is parents that understand, and parents they don't want another another kind of education for the children. They are looking more uh, um, I don't know. I mean, what is this, this is an education more holistic, and we teach them uh, um, yoga, mindfulness because it's a powerful tool and, and we have that for the parents too. And we have counseling with the parents and, uh, and the parents have some events for Haiti hey It was my principal for 21 years. And she had a school in Haiti. So we teach compassion to the children to make that event, that is Solidarity Day, to help the the school in Haiti, and it's amazing to see the whole year the kids bring some 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 clothing, something for Haiti, and the children in Haiti send picture to to us, and we vice versa, and 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 they love that they love that uh, passion and compassion too, and they understand they are um, they are children that. They have everything, and there is other children they don't, and they want to help in that. And that is a value that is empathy, and it's a value that is very important to understand for the future when they are grown up too. We are very lucky. We are very lucky in the United States. I mean, I I feel myself that. uh, only in the United States, a woman with four children c- could do what I have done. And it's, uh, and I love this country and I feel very American, even if I have an accent when I speak English.
0: Well, that's the beauty about this country that, you know, we have people from all over the, the world, you know, and you could be American accent or no accent. Right. Um, and uh, you have you have definitely lived the American dream. You came to this country and you build you build something for yourself and for your family, and, and if, there is, if there's a picture of the American dream out of the, out of the thousands, you definitely reached it.
1: Yes, but uh, because the American people helped me a lot and they were recognizing the values uh, that I have and my talents. In other countries, I will not, this doesn't matter if you have the talent, they were not recognized. So I, with all my heart, I love this country. And I'm very, very thankful to the United States of America.
0: My next question is, what do you think of the phrase, it takes a village to raise a child? <laughs> Have you heard it before? Yes. Takes
1: a village to raise, it takes, I would say, it takes a village of love.
0: Uh, that's yeah. that's what I will add. And and in, in going back to the parents, this is um, yeah. you mentioned the homework, right? You, you that the homework is done at the beginning of the day.
1: No, no, no. The homework, the homework we have at the, when they are little, they have homework a package for the whole week that they are doing at their own pace, and it's only 20 minutes maybe per day or less, but they are reviewing what they have done. It's not something new. Like some homeworks in in some schools are new, new material. We are reviewing what we have done in a week, so the children can do it by themselves. Again, I don't, I want to have children independent. I want to have children happy with themselves. If a child has to be two hours doing homework that he doesn't understand, it's very frustrating. And his self, her self-esteem is going to be very low. And the most important is the self-esteem in a human being too. 100%.
0: One hundred percent, and I'm sure the parents appreciate that the homework is a true review of the work, so it's a smooth support of what they learned, and they can spend more time doing fun things with their kids instead of trying to themselves also try to figure out how to do the the how to help their kid, right? They are not teachers; they are parents. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I think I think a lot of a lot of schools should learn from you right now.
1: <laughs> well, the the. Um, if you if you don't lose the 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 fee, if if a child doesn't do the homework right, they don't have a grade. My our homework they don't have a grade. They are they are they are uh, accepted like some some something that the child has to do, okay. but like a, a, learn, a um, responsibility for for a human being, but we don't grade them. That's, that's the main, main meaning of uh, homework. It's, uh, it's, um, the, I think that it's better that the parents spend quality time with the children than homework time with them.
0: I, I mean, I agree. I mean, if, if I had kids, I would definitely be thankful to you for for your homework philosophy. Um, what would you say it is the most satisfying uh, part of what you've done with, with education?
1: It's seeing the, the students when they graduate in eighth grade, that they can speak three languages, they are happy, they go to the best high school in town, and they are happy with themselves, that's for sure. That made me so happy and so proud
0: yeah I mean, I'm, I'm sure I don't have to say it, but you you' are definitely making a lifelong impact in their lives
1: yes so there is some there is for some children they, 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 they were a big impact because i i we give scholarship too and and that is these kids is amazing how they have ended in the best university and a very good jobs. So I'm very proud of that. That's the meaning
0: of education. Um, let's see how we're doing on time. 28 minutes. That's not bad. I think two more questions and we should be good. What do you yeah. think? Perfect. Not so long. See, <laughs> see. Si, si. um, let's see. Can I ask you questions about technology? Yes. Okay. How do you see a technology um, integrating into the educational world and is it ever going to be like too much technology because since we we've, we've been talking about a lot of hands on minds on how how is there a balance there
1: well the first thing that you have to to uh, to teach is that the technology is a tool that we can use and that we need, but it's a tool. No technology is going to be running our life. We are running
0: technology. You understand? Agreed. 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 Sometimes we depend on it too much to do things for us and then we we don't maybe dedicate as much time as we should on something, right? Is that...
1: I mean, no, it's not pleasant. only that, there is games now, there is a lot of things that the kids at the end, they are losing their own personality for the technology. The technology in school is an amazing tool, but we use the technology, not the technology is using us. And that's what I said all the time. It's a tool, a powerful tool. But we are the owner of the technology not the technology on us.
0: Amen to that. Um, I have to ask now, what, you know, as, as one of our concluding questions, what is a creme brulee for you?
1: That <laughs> <laughs> that <that's laughs> creme for me is the th-
0: the way you and your husband met
1: but we we met many years ago. I was working for him in this Swedish company, but we were best friends. And the, and the story is that we were meeting at the Continental Hotel restaurant, and we we, we our dessert was creme brulee. And every month we we met to each other and talk about our life and our things until two thousand and six. That Roland retired. And then he came back and he proposed me to marry and it's the best thing that happened in my life and at all stage because i, I was 64 when we got married but we are happy and we are best friends amazing so crème brûlée is my happiness <laughs>
0: <laughs> no that's awesome i had to ask because i i know obviously i, I know you a lot more I ronald i know from, from more of the like whole, whole permitted issue that we had with that driveway that he fixed. So I, I know him as a man like full of passion and entrepreneurship and wanting to get things done and wanting to to fix things. And so that's the role that I that I know. And of course the things that you've you've shared with me. So I, I had to I had to ask so that we can get to know him a little bit.
1: <laughs> well, Roland is like uh, always behind. Me and covering me in the business, for example, he's doing. A, he was doing all the the business part, and then the, the, in the, in this in admit before I, I I had to do everything. So that gave me more opportunity to to be more involved in the curriculums and what I really love.
0: How did it feel um, to be recognized with the president of Italy? For your commitment to the Italian culture and and education, was that a surprise?
1: It was a surprise. Uh, I I never thought to have that. And the funny thing that my brother was always telling me when I, I said to my brother, he's always with a, he's seven years older than me, and he's always looking the Italian. Um, he says, dis- "I can't believe it. You deserve it, but I can't believe." It. <laughs> So, for me it was I was very proud, but I think that for my parents that they are not here and for my brother, it was really uh, they were really proud of of me and and to get this uh, recognition i mean is the the most important thing that you can have from the Italian uh, president and and I was proud yes and and thankful. And and I dedicate that to all the teachers, or my Italian teachers that were working hard with me. Because you cannot do anything alone. You need a good team, people that are with you with love. You can have good intention, but you have to be surrounded for real good people to reach your goal. And that's what happened to me. I'm very fortunate in that.
0: I know you're right, a team is important. Yeah, yes team is very important um Maria I don't want to take more of your time I I appreciate this time that you spent with us and, and sharing your story and uh your journey you know from Italy to here and and all the amazing things you've done with education and your contributions to Miami you know um especially Miami and uh, I know there's more to come I know there's more awesome things coming from Maria in the near future
1: well i am thankful that uh, you want to talk with me and uh, i am open to the universe because if the universe has something else for me i, I am open if i not i maybe i write a book i don't know ah, <laughs> but at this moment i can enjoy no i, I don't know <laughs> but and uh, this important moment is, uh, is to enjoy and to think what I have done and and enjoy my family.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much.